I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She... <laughs> How do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode, we are talking about that big moment when you finally declare your love to someone. Matt also is sharing some very exciting news with us, so stay tuned. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Hello, Matt. Hello, Anna. How are you going? (laughs) I'm going well. How are you going? Yeah, good, good, good. Do you know what? I was actually thinking about something the other day and I actually remembered that you hadn't addressed something that we spoke about last season on this podcast in regards to saying the big L word. Oh, yes, actually. (laughs) It's all coming back. Yes, I forgot about that. Um, So what happened when I left it that Jen hadn't said I love you back to me? Yeah, so Matt shared with everyone that he had told his beloved girlfriend Jen that he loved her. Then they had a bit of a makeout sesh, and then she didn't say it back. Ouch. Yeah, so if you haven't listened, Jen didn't want to say it back because she didn't want it to be like, I love you. She didn't want to have to say it because I said it. She wanted to say it. In her own time. In her own time when she felt ready. So, Mm. coincidentally, actually, I don't really tell her what we record that day. I don't go into too much depth. I just say, oh, we spoke about this, that. You'll have to listen. Yeah. You know, try and bait (laughs) her in as we always do. (laughs) Matt needs the extra listen. Yes, I'm like, you know, I bait her in. So, she didn't know exactly. But coincidentally, that night, she actually said it back to me. Yeah. Well, no, you didn't say it back to me. She actually said it to me, should I say. Did she know that we did the episode? No, she didn't. So, you didn't tell her a single thing? No, I think we recorded another one that day as well and I just touched over. I didn't really say anything. Yeah, she actually told me though... She wanted to say I love you to me a couple of days earlier <gasps> when we had a dinner, but we were puppy sitting a puppy and that was sort of in the way. So she <laughs> Weeing everywhere. Yeah, so she didn't <laughs> get the chance to then. We'd cooked a nice dinner date, but that night she said it. Cute. Yeah. Okay, so tell us the context. Let's rewind that because I need to know all the details. So where were you? Her sister, her twin sister was house-sitting her boyfriend's parents' house. We'd come over, had a couple of drinks, nothing too big. We'd gone to bed, passionately made love. <laughs> Jesus. And just the, after- The visuals are like coming through you know, strong. Yeah. You know, in any healthy relationship after that, you like kiss and cuddle and all that sort of stuff. And she just said, I love you. And I replied with one of my favorite movies, Star Wars. I replied with, I know. <laughs> Like Han Solo says to Princess Leia before he gets frozen, I just replied with a, a suave, I know. So, it was a post-sex declaration it of was. love. It's safe to say I may have rocked her world. Oh, my God. You're rocked so, the love out of it. You're so gross. I can't. <laughs> well, look, I'm very happy for you. Uh, and I know that that was a really big deal for you because, you know, it's a huge declaration, something that you have been waiting for, yep. hoping for, praying for, and finally it's happened and come to fruition. So I'm really happy for you. Yeah. So I guess in this episode, we're going to talk about huge declarations of love. Let's jump in. 
All right, Anna. So we've spoken about when Michael said, I love you to you. That's the biggest declaration of love. Mm. Has he done any other, let's say... Gestures? Gest- yeah, <laughs> gestures. Any more ways of showing that he loves you in a big declaration sort of way, if that's the right way yeah, to say it? Yeah. I mean... I don't know if you remember this, but I went away to the UK and then to Dubai and I came home and I was like, I cannot miss Valentine's Day. This is Michael and I's first Valentine's Day. I refuse to miss it. And I actually arrived home at like midnight, but it was on the 14th of February. So yeah, like first hour of Valentine's Day. And I came home to our apartment and he had lit tea candles in a love heart shape with some flowers in it and it said will you be my valentine on a little whiteboard and he also played our song which was very cute so what's your song it's called let's stay together so yeah we love that song we always put it on in like nice little moments so that was a huge show of his love and i thought that was so cute and also like it was kind of funny because in situations when a guy's being like super romantic like he was just like laughing so it made it like it wasn't uncomfortable. It was just funny, but like cute. And was I was like, he oh, awkward he's... laughing or? No, more... he was just like, this is for you, babe. <laughs> Here you go. Happy Valentine's Day. Did he obviously come down and get you, take you up in the elevator, open the door for you and usher you in? Or did you open the door to him there? So he obviously had picked me up from the airport, but he was like, sit in the bedroom for five minutes. I just need to do something really quick. I've planned a little thing. Obviously, like, oh, what's cute. my ass? He's got his candles lit. Yeah, <laughs> that's he, not he didn't safe. leave them lit for like an hour whilst <laughs> yeah. he picked me up from yeah, the airport. That would be all. a fire hazard. Highly recommend against that to our listeners. Yeah. And then I think the next thing that he did was on our six month anniversary, he took me away for the weekend to Torquay. He knows I absolutely love Torquay, which was like a tick because I was like, he listens. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, I think that was like the two big things that he's done for me and I really appreciated those. But Matt, yes, (laughs) I know that recently you made a very big declaration of your love to Jen. Mm -hmm. It happened in Sydney when we went away to record season two of Where's Your Head At? So it was me, you, Jen and Michael. You guys had went away on a romantic evening out. And do you want to tell everyone what happened? <laughs> yes. Okay. So, uh, Jen and I had just been talking back and forth about this idea we had and uh, we kept going back and forth on it and we actually mentioned it on the plane. We're like, oh, like what happens if we get like matching tattoos together? So, was this a joke at the start? Like it was like, oh, let's get matching tattoos. Ha, 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 ha. This would be cute. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's get matching tattoos. And then we we're sitting there having a couple of drinks and this is where it's quite funny. We weren't even drunk by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. I actually drove to the tattoo parlor. <laughs> That's how sober. So, so, you can't blame it on the drunkness. You can't blame it on any alcohol. Yeah. We just sat, had a couple of drinks and we we're like, let's do it. So like fuck it. Fuck it. Actually, no, actually the day before when we were dead sober, we were actually trying to find one. We were walking around Sydney trying to find a tattoo parlor, yeah. calling different parlors. No one did walk-ins, no one was open, one was closed. We were following Google Maps. And we're like, <laughs> all right, well, it wasn't meant to be. But then the next night we we're like, no, it's meant to be. We want these tattoos for each other. So Cute. got up. First person I called, I said, Hey, in Bondi, do you guys do walk-ins? They're like, Yeah, sure, it's gonna be with our apprentice. And I was like, you know what, like, whatever. <laughs> like, wow. As long as he knows how to tattoo. 
So I was like, all right, we'll book us in for this. I put down the down payment and drove there maybe 15 minutes. I was a bit nervous. She was a bit nervous. <laughs> we were just tossing up ideas of what we wanted. Walked in there. Well, I'll tell hers first. She ended up settling with a M, just an M on her wrist. So Jen has an M on her wrist for life. Yeah, for life, for me. Wow. Uh, it matches the aesthetics more of her tattoo. She has an S there for a dog that passed away. She Cute. has like a love heart. So it just matches her tattoos. And you have tattoos as well, right? Yeah, I have a couple of shit tats on my foot. Then I, I like your tattoo on your foot. Yeah, well... It says living. <laughs> yeah, I got it with two of my mates. We got a matching tattoo. And then I got another one of my mates' names on the other side of my foot. So, I have more like those names. sort of... Yeah, names. Yeah, I have, more of those, names. I have more of those sort of tattoos on me. Yeah. But I settled on getting Jen with a love heart on my bum. <laughs> Now, the tattoo artist said to me, what cheek? And I said, look, she's always right, so let's put it on the right cheek. Yes, <laughs> yes. I love it. So, yeah, a lot of my mates and that have said, well, I think that, like, you've got the the shit end of the, the deal here. Like, she's only got an M. You've got- <laughs> she's going to change into mum. <laughs> yeah, or she's got a dog called Mocha, so she's going to get Mocha. Okay, Mocha. Yeah, yeah. she can say it to that. And they said, like, oh, I got the shit end because I actually got Jen tattooed on me. They're like, what are you going to do if things go belly up? I was like, going to get some tattoo removal and teach myself to like gin. <laughs> but no. I love gin. Yeah, but I said to them, like she said to me, she said, well, you don't have to look at yours. She's like, I have to brush my teeth. I'd have to like write down. I'd have to type on the keyboard. I'd have mm. to drink my tea, drink my coffee and be continuously reminded of you and that tattoo and that night. Hers is a lot more public. Yeah. Like if someone says to her, oh, what's the M for? It's she, Matthew, she, my boyfriend. My boyfriend. <laughs> and I think we should um, actually stress as well that she got that tattoo before she said, I love you to me as well. <gasps> No, she didn't. Yeah, she did. And this might sound even crazier. It was two months into our relationship. So, you guys got matching tattoos. It was at two months official. Two months official. Two months official into your relationship. That is huge. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty full tilt like that. Do, I, do you know what? It actually makes more sense why you were so okay with the fact that she hadn't told you that she loved you back yet. Because, like, yeah. she has an M tattooed on her wrist. Well, like, that's, that's the biggest declaration of love more so than even saying it, right? I mean, some people say it's more than a ring. You can take a ring off. You can't just get rid of a tattoo. And that's what I said when we spoke about her not saying I love you. I said that her actions speak louder than her words and I was comfortable in her actions. You weren't lying. <laughs> yeah, <I wasn't>. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, I think you guys did that because you're pretty serious about each other. Exactly. You clicked straight away. Like she was called Magical Date Girl. <laughs> like, I mean, who was called Magical Date Girl? <laughs> I know. Well, I started saying like, look, I want to get underneath another love heart saying like forever in a day because that's what we say to each other. We're together Aww. forever in a day. I said, I want to get this. Bless. And she was like, calm down, Matthew. You're going to start to make it a fucking shrine <laughs> <laughs> On your right bum cheek. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. Soon you'll have her face on there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so that's like a pretty big declaration of your love. It doesn't get much bigger than a tattoo permanent. Yeah, it's a pinnacle. Can you top this in the future? I guess an engagement ring would be the next step, naturally. Mm, is that <laughs> happening anytime soon? I mean, if there's a tattoo... 
after two months, I feel like that's definitely on the horizon, right? Yeah, let's just play it. Let's just see what happens. Happens. I mean, yeah. You can, uh, let's. We'll we'll pause that. There. I mean, we've definitely. I've definitely know which ring she wants. That's been addressed. Have you guys spoke about a potential proposal? Um, I mean, the jokes get thrown around in any relationship. I feel. Yeah. The jokes get thrown about where, when. What ring, all that sort of stuff. I'm lucky enough that she has a twin sister, so anything I need to know, I'll just ask her. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, like when it should be ready to rock and roll, but yeah. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Now that the dust has actually settled, you guys have the tattoos. How long ago did you get them? What was that? December? December, yeah. Three months ago, four months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it was too soon? No, I mean, I haven't regretted it at all. I think maybe in one heated conversation, I said, get the sandpaper. I'm going to start sandpapering my bum. <laughs> oh my god! I, think I said that once. It's like that I mean, is savage, Matt. I think You're it was savage. I think it was yeah. It was more or less. I knew it was a joke, like so. More or less was to try and break the ice in this like uh, like heated conversation. I wouldn't say it was an argument, but it was a heated conversation. It sounds very heated. Yeah, and I said, <laughs> get the this. sandpaper. <laughs> I'm gonna sand my bum. Nonetheless, that would be quite painful if I was yeah. to do that. So I think she knew. She'd probably call my bluff. <laughs> She's okay. so mad. She'd be like, "Well, then go on." <laughs> Okay, so there are other ways to show your love without saying it. The first one that we're going to touch on is giving someone your full attention while speaking to them. So that's giving a lot of eye contact, not scrolling on your phone. (laughs) Yeah, look, I think I've said it on here before. With my ex, literally, she would just scroll on her phone the whole time, Instagram, actually view her own stories over and over again, believe it or not, while you're talking to her. And it was just... Yeah, it's so uncomfortable and it's so disheartening and all that sort of stuff. How did that make you feel? Not valuable. My, what, what I'm saying is not valid. Like, just not, not valuable, yeah. Yeah, just not like what I'm saying is not worth it. Like, not worth the time. Yeah, so I ended up just not even really talking to it and we just would just sit there and she'd just scroll her phone. And even then, trying to spend quality time together and she just was on her phone the whole time. That's mm. one of my pet hates, that. Yeah. And like actively listening as opposed to listening whilst you're on your phone and like multitasking is such a different thing. I don't care what anyone says. You're not fully giving someone your attention if you're on your phone. Agreed. If someone says, oh, I can multitask. No, you're not. Yeah. You're not. You'll always miss a bit of the story. You'll always miss a bit. And you always, it's noticeable when they go, wait, what? And yeah. like, well, you weren't listening. And I mean, even like we've spoke about this before on here, like when you're on a date and just having your phone, like not even on the table, just so that someone feels like they're here to talk to me, listen to me. They're giving me their full attention. Yes. Another thing that I like is sending cute messages or texts or even a handwritten note every once in a while. You love a handwritten note, don't uh, you? <laughs> you know what Michael did, which was actually really cute? I don't think I've told you about this. Yeah, what happened? So he actually has made me like my own poem book. And then anytime, because he loves writing poems, he's so good at it. Yeah. And um, anytime there's like a special moment in our relationship, like the moment that he said, I love you to me, he writes in the book. So it's like an ongoing present. So like we have our first date and then he wrote a poem about that day. And like when he first saw me, he's like written about that. It's so special to me. Like I just, you know. On that, Jen and I actually, while we were away last, we bought a um, coffee table book and it is a bucket list. And we've made it our bucket list and we've filled it in with things we want to do together. So it's like really nice. We've filled in like fly over the love heart in the Great Barrier Reef, like do this stuff. And we've got like a bit where you can print off a photo and put it in. So yeah, we haven't really started it yet. We haven't had a chance to tick anything off, but 
yeah, we've started a bucket list together. And how nice is that when you have something that you're both sharing together and like goals that you can yep. reach together? There's a buy a house in there. It's like goals slash like... Buy a house. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's goals slash bucket list sort of stuff in there. Wow. Love yeah. that. Yeah. PDA. That's a big one. Like showing someone you care about them. It's a huge declaration of love. Super uncomfortable for those around. So, What do yeah. you think about this on that? Well, you've gone on record for saying you feel uncomfortable with the amount of PDA that Genevieve and myself show in public. I think like it's not even about Jen. I think you as a person are a big PDA guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't give a fuck who's around. I'm just there to show them. I love it. It's all too much. I love affection. I love giving it. I love receiving it. So, But when- can't you do it like when people aren't there? Oh, trust me, I do. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I like- do. I do it when they're there or not. <laughs> Tell us what your sister said. Oh, so my 18-year-old sister, Emma, when we were walking out the cinema, we all went as a family for a Sunday night movie night. Like my sister, Lara, boyfriend, Jaden were there, mum. And we were walking out. We're talking about like recapping the movie. And Emma just turns to me and goes, I'm never going to the movies with you two again. <laughs> Were you guys making out? Yeah. I mean, making out. You got your mum's to the left, your sister's to the right. Oh, uh, yeah. It went, it went me, Jen, Emma, then the rest of the family. But yeah. Oh so God. Emma was just front row seats to an absolute make out sesh. <laughs> like, see, that I think is not normal. Well, it like, wasn't the whole movie. I mean, if, it was just. If I was around my parents as Michael, like, if he gets a peck on the lips, he's lucky. It's funny that you say that because when I'm around her family, I'm really not affectionate. Maybe her sister and her sister's boyfriend. Yeah, but if her mum or her dad or her other sister are around, I'm I'm a bit, yeah, like a bit uncomfortable. You rein it in a little bit. I rein bit. it in quite a lot, yeah. So don't you feel uncomfortable doing it in front of your family? <laughs> no, they know who I am. They know. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Yeah, they know who I am, yeah. Jesus They know Christ. I love to be PDA. Yeah, I personally like hand-holding, but I think like making out is like, a line that probably shouldn't be crossed in public. You know, I used to see a girl who would not hold hands. For her, it was like, right, she'd wig out. I remember one time I grabbed her hand in public to hold it and she fucking nearly freaked out on me. Really? Yeah. I mean, is that trauma? Is that like past trauma? I think traumas? it was. She it- brought up that her ex was a bit... Yeah. It was a bit what? I don't know. She said that he was a bit weird with hand holding and now she's just not used and to it. And now she's kind of followed yeah. suit. Yeah, yeah. And she had a lot of trauma <laughs> in regards to that ex because I know who you're talking about. Yeah. But I mean, it's interesting, hey, because there's definitely different levels. You are like probably at the very top end of PDA City. <laughs> and I think everyone else is probably going to be less than Filtering that. in underneath. <laughs> well, Jen seems to like it, so. I mean, you guys are definitely in love, so it's cute. But like at the same time, like you don't want to be like eating your food and... <laughs> See us tongues deep in each other. Well, moving right along. So, acts of service, making their favorite dinner, getting their favorite snack. It's funny because acts of service falls into one of the five love languages. It does. So, I actually got called out the other day. We're watching, we're in a TikTok hole, Genevieve and myself. And one came up saying, when you have a boyfriend who's all five of the love languages. And I said, oh, lucky for you, I am as well. And she was like, no. She was like, bullshit. And I was like, I'm all five. And then she goes, you're not, you're not gift giving. And I was like, well, no. I mean, like if I go to the shops, I'll be thoughtful and I'll go, okay, well, Jen wants this, Jen likes this and I'll Mm. go to this. And then she said, no, that's more acts of service, like getting a favorite snack. And that, to me, that's gift giving. No, that's acts of service. Yeah. And I was like, oh, to me, that's giving a gift. 
That's interesting. Yeah. I've got called out there and she's like, no, that's more acts of service. And I was like, oh, we spoke more about it. And I think to me, the whole art of giving and receiving gifts is just lost on me. Like, I don't do that. I you don't like, love it. I feel so uncomfortable giving mm. and receiving gifts. That Maybe one of her love languages is gift giving. Maybe. If she's, she's made a point to say like, no, you aren't gift giving. Mm. Was one of her exes a gift giver? Yeah, apparently he gave a lot of gifts. Because I've ah. even said to her, I even said to her, like, flowers to me aren't, like, I think he just gives flowers. But to me, giving flowers, I think that's just, you give flowers when someone's dead or something. Like, Jesus. Or, your mate, or you're saying sorry for something. <laughs> to me, give flowers is, like, yeah, condolence think- more than, like, a gesture. I know every girl loves to receive flowers. I don't. Well, saying that, when she moved into her apartment, I gave her flowers as like a move, part of the moving in gift. I don't know. I don't know if it's because I've been in so many toxic relationships and I'm a bit tainted, but flowers to me does represent, I'm sorry, I've fucked up. Yeah. And to me, it does as well. Yeah. To me, it does represent like an apology or something like that. It's not... Like if someone was saying to me, would you prefer flowers or chocolates? I would probably prefer chocolate. I might ask her because communication is key. <laughs> so I'm going to find out what she would like. She's learning. Yeah, what she likes. Okay, guys, there's so many different ways to declare your love. Make sure that you're not getting matching tattoos too early in the relationship. Never like too that. early. It's never too early. When you know, you know, baby. <laughs> okay, guys, until next time. Bye. bye.